Welcome to Words of Eternal Life with Pastor Elvis Ajaman. Pastor Elvis Ajaman is an anointed teacher of the Word of God with accompanying signs. He also operates in a unique prophetic and healing grace that has helped liberate many in the kingdom. He's an author of several books and the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry. Now, you are listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. Be blessed. How to handle the heart of people. I know very well that we all have issues. If you tell me that your marriage have no issue, I will see one of the cousins of the devil standing before me. Yeah. Every marriage has issues. Every relationship has issues. So the question is, how do we go about it? Should the only solution to these things be divorce and break up and all that how can we handle the heart of men in Matthew chapter 19 when they were from the six downwards when they were talking up they asked Jesus a question that um, what do we do with the law of Moses because he said that if a man wants to divorce his wife he should just write a letter and that is it and then Jesus tells him that in the beginning it was not so but for the hardness of your heart for the hardness of your heart that is why Moses introduced that for the heart. Please, let's, let me just come down for us to get this straight. He said, for the hardness of your heart, Moses introduced divorce. That means the main problem of divorce and breakups and all that has to do with our heart. Our heart. What is the solution to the hardness of heart? Is it divorce? Is it breakups? What is it? When a human heart becomes so stubborn that it becomes unbearable. How many of you are witnessed before you have been in a relationship that the person's heart is some way? Will be answered now. Wave your hands, wave your hands, wave your hands. All of us. Yeah. Sometimes you can't really understand why a human being is like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's possible sometimes there are some people the reason why people run mad in marriages is because they really don't understand why they should be treated the way they are being treated and sometimes they ask themselves like you begin to ask all kinds of questions and the issue is that is there a solution there is there is there is let me quickly give you the solution then we go to today's issue and the next 10 minutes i'm done amen there is a maker of humanity somebody made us there is no human being who is in full control of himself we are the possession of someone and it doesn't matter how status have lifted us and how society have lifted us. There is one person that everybody's heart is subject to. His name is Jesus. The Bible says in Proverbs 21 verse 1 that the heart of a king. Can we read it? And let me quickly explain this. Let's read it one to go. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord like the rivers of water 
he turns it wherever he does this mean something to you oh am i talking to it does this mean something to you the king's heart is in the hand of the lord the heart of your father is in the hand of the lord the heart of your boss is in the hand of the lord the heart of your wife is in the hand of the Lord. The heart of your husband is in the hand of the Lord. And as water moves, he said, God turns it whichever way he wishes. That means to steer every heart, someone must consult God. These are, these are things that we overlook. We overlook. Listen to me. People will remain stubborn until God triggers something. And sometimes God watches us complaining, God watches us fighting, God watches us attacking and is waiting for the time that we will come back genuinely from a standpoint of revelation to begin to tell him that, sir, the heart is in your hands. Anybody you have not really sown some seeds in their heart before the presence of the Lord, I tell you, will automatically disappoint you. Whether you like it or not, you may decide to accept it not until you pray concerning my heart there are things that you can wish for you will dream about you will think about it but it i will never do it for you because god has not ordered it that's that's what we don't understand there is a controller of the heart of humans and he turns it whichever way he wants when he wanted to make nebuchadnezzar an animal Go and read your Bible. The Bible says that, and he turned his heart into the heart of an animal. That means that the heart of people is the engineering center of all character and behavior. So if you want to change somebody's behavior, you attack the heart. Am I here with the church? When the heart of Nebuchadnezzar was changed, he started behaving like an animal. And he started growing hair like an animal. You are tall because of the kind of heart in you. Listen, it doesn't go beyond, it doesn't just limit itself with character. Even the way you look. When the heart of Nebuchadnezzar was changed, he started moving like an animal. He started growing hair like an animal. He stayed with animals. He knew the way to the palace, but something told him that you are not part of humans. The heart has been touched. The man that slaps you and beats you all the time. The problem is not his mind. The problem is his heart. And there is a controller of the heart seated in heaven. Watching us fight among ourselves. And you see, you are there insulting your uncle. The one to tune his heart to remember you is God. Listen, Mordecai remained at the gate. Until one day, God reminded Kenahasaros that somebody has helped you. Go and open the book of remembrance. He opened it and saw. That means, oh Jesus. You will keep on breaking relationships until you know that there is no good person anywhere for you. The good person is the one you present his heart to God. That's a good person. Whether you like it or not. People will always give you back the condition of their heart. So we find a lot of confusion, betrayals, attack, abuse, violations. And 
wife, husbands attacking each other and they don't know what they are doing and sometimes they sit back and they don't understand is this the same Marquesi I used to be in a relationship with the same but you have sat down for the enemy to control his heart and the easiest way let me tell you so now I tell you the secret behind a fruitful and a peaceful marriage be intentional in presenting the heart of your partner to the father be intentional hey pastor pa, is this also key that is why you have been attending marriage seminars and nothing is happening be intentional can i can i let me go a little deeper anytime you wake up and you want to pray the women look at me anytime you wake up and you want to pray for your husband his job his health what else finances academics whatever i think you see before you knew this the first thing you'll be talking about is that god as he goes let him come back with money money and then you pray for his health not so yeah and you pray for other things forgetting that if the heart it's not in good shape. You get the money, but I don't give you. Will not give you. What ever go here? Side check. The condition. Yes, yes. You are praying for his health, but the Bible says that a merry heart is a wicked good as medicine. So there is a way that God can touch the heart of your husband to a point that that sickness, that diabetes, that hypertension will not even come because he has stopped thinking. It is high time we start to focus on the heart of people. Heart. That person you are in a relationship with, you can choose to complain about the person, call his mother, call his father, call his siblings, do that, call his friends, do that. After all is said and done, the person will not change. People don't just change by complaints. People don't just change by tantrums. No. People change by a supernatural hand touching their heart. And some of you, your only key to want to change people is to intimidate them. Listen, the best you can get out of intimidation, I told you last time, the best you can get out of intimidation eh, is for the person not to do it before you. The best. The highest solution to changing people is praying for their heart. From today, I pray that God will open your eyes and change your prayer life. I don't know who you have met. I don't know who you are dating. I don't know who you are planning marriage with. But I came to tell you that the most important thing about every human being you meet is the person's heart. From today, go back and pray. Lord, I present Roland's heart to you. Make him a humble man. Make him a caring man. Let him give me. Listen. Every heart will give you back the seed of prayer you sow in. You see, some of you have not tried this, so you are sitting down and you will come back with massive testimonies. 
So all this, I've been praying, I've been praying, I've been praying, God come and help, God come and help. And God is asking you, which part of the man should I touch? And some of you have been praying, oh God, help my marriage, oh God, help my dad, oh God, no! Present the heart of the person. It is the hardness of people's heart that brings all kinds of calamities in relationship. The caution today is that stop fighting. What did I say? Hmm. Many people didn't say it. Want to go? Yes. Stop complaining. Stop fighting. Stop attacking. Go on your knees and present the person's heart. And this is how dreams happen. This is how God speaks to them. This is how God relates to them. So the person will be there and you start having dreams. And you start hearing voices. A compassion will just hit the person's heart. And you will not, the person will be sitting there and not understand. Ah, I didn't see that say, me who me, me who me time for them or A compassion will just hit the person's heart. And the person will begin to start thinking about you. It's God that has touched the person's heart. From today, there will be no fighting anymore. Amen. Yeah. I told you, Francis. But see, God will also wait until you present the person. Listen, he's, he's so powerful that when he wanted to get you born again, according to Ezekiel 36, what he did to you, the Bible says that I will take the stony heart and give you the heart of a flesh so that you will obey my status. God knows that changing your clothes will not make you obedient. Huh? Giving the girl money will not make her obedient and respectful. It is when the heart is touched. I'm telling you. So some, some of you, no send him momo. Me shani momo na next time ohumia obey respect me. On respect you, a heart must be. God knows it doesn't matter whatever. He gave the Old Testament people everything. They still didn't obey him. So the New Testament, what he did was to change our heart. What he did was to change our heart. So listen to me. It doesn't matter what what people do. Um, um, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can. You you can read all books. If you don't have such keys, you will still struggle. <laughs> you will still struggle, sir. You will struggle. Go about and human rights and feminism and the and the and zoom and zoom zoom and zen zen. Yeah, yeah. There is a God who plays with the heart of humans. On the other day, the Bible says, and he hardened the heart of Pharaoh. So he knows how to harden heart, soften heart, break heart, build heart. He, he's a specialist in dealing in heart. Cardiologist. <laughs> and sometimes we don't know. Don't know. Do you know it is easier to go on your knees to tell God to put a seed in the heart of your husband to buy you a car than to go and tell him, buy me a car? <laughs> Yeah. 
You don't know. We are bad, my baby. Yes, he Do you know when Joseph confronted Mary? Mary didn't explain to Joseph. Only God knows what Mary went to do. And then God appears to Joseph in a dream and say, I'm responsible for the pregnancy. You say what? (laughs) What remain? And God tells Joseph, this same night, carry that woman. Run away from me. Protect her till she delivers. The Bible didn't record that Mary answered Joseph. He said, I'm going to divorce you. Mary was looking at her. (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. Back! Or coin or catch a rat. They say, I only said do unto me. You have done it. Finish it with Joseph. (laughs) This is the key to dealing with any human being. It's not only marriage. Anybody on earth, you present the person's heart to God. A person, something will change about the person by all means. <laughs> these, these things look very simple. But this is why you have been applying 10 keys, 15 keys, 101 keys to marital sources. It's still not working. <laughs> 10 steps to what climbers I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, no matter how bad people are, they are only bad in the face of people, but not in the face of God. No matter how bad. Nebuchadnezzar was so evil that Nebuchadnezzar can capture you and remove your eyes. He was so wicked that Nebuchadnezzar, the Bible says in Jeremiah that Nebuchadnezzar, my servant. That man, that man was so wicked. He will, they were, he enjoys cutting people. He life he is a cutter and he's a man God just changed his heart and he became an animal so Jeff you are too gentle boyfriend I find a president's impose Nebuchadnezzar and Possessana Kumana Ferro Ferro Podien. Now, a boyfriend, you have a or this certificate, Nam a pair to me. On the Radebe, whom from a who? Or Bessis and from Manbefris Rubedruno as a You have made people stubborn for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. No, Father, I plan.
plant the seed of humility in so so and so's heart I present that heart to you plant the seed of peace I plant the seed of that I plant the seed of that I don't know why I'm keeping long here but some of you must go back and start to mention people's name and change your heart I'm telling you, I'm telling you, many of the people that are enjoying a level of fever, the heart of your father, your own father to God. Your father will take care of the person and leave you. I deal with Follow <laughs> Follow Yes, even the worldly people know that if you really want to control people, there must be a symbol of the person's heart. You speak over the heart, and then a deity somewhere will come and hold on to the West. Have to be intentional. Have to be intentional. How much more us that have a higher order? Mention the person's name, Father. Enkukuma kukonka se miyi na koma de barada. To God, the name of the person is enough. Praise God. The name of the person is enough. You mention, and you begin to pray. There is a way you can even pray on people's heart to a point that Lord let this boy stop pressuring me I present his heart to you obisi mi go ajumano when i was in university eh, i be almost like the girl I almost like this girl. Ah! Kadaba, Kabada, Kabada. Hey, nana nim na beda hoy. Asembeni. One time, pa Joe Park. We say where ne? Mention her name. I said, Lord. I present this name to you from today. I didn't pray to change her heart. I prayed to change her face. I said, from today, when I see this girl, may she look ugly. It happened. <laughs> 
Who na na e ma se o? Me. Me se sa wani m se sia. Me se sa wani m se sia. Ni baba ku pe ne se se na nim pie manim. Asa. Who be your intruding system bia? Sheborobo shibre. Now what boy ni mu a pe se o hunu. It happened. That is how I got my peace of mind. You can pray to change everything. That's how I'm only teaching you the power of prayer in relationship. God is ready to answer you on everything. Telling you. If you want to change a person's heart, you can change it. If you want to change the person's life, you can change it. But I'm only telling you that we have so many issues with people's character. And what, what to change about the person's character is to target the heart of the person. If God touches the person's heart, the person will change totally for you. Hallelujah. I am... I was to do one thing which I cannot handle today. There is an assessment I want us to start making. Who are you? Now you, you are waiting to accommodate someone. Those who are yet to marry, you, you want to accommodate. You are bringing someone in. The question is that, do you have an intelligence about who you are, the way you think, your emotions. What? Who are you? Who are you? It's because we don't have such intelligence about ourselves. That is why we don't respond well to people. And at the end of the day, nothing works. No relationship works. Am I quick-tempered? Am I quickly assuming? That some of you, your problem is quick assumption. But you are denying it. You don't even know you have that problem. And you don't know the consequences of that issue. That you are just seated and you are assuming. And some of them believe in their assumptions. Anything I, I, that crosses my mind is true. Then become a prophet. And people have invested unnecessary trust in their own assumptions. So they are not there. They've not heard anything. They've not seen anything. The fact that they feel. Who are you? One of the things that. Listen. Life. Life. Whatever life does to you. Is dependent on what life finds in you. Whatever life does to you is dependent on what it finds in you. 
So one of the most important exercises of this life is to keep on assessing what you are made of inside. That's why you will keep working till you die. No human being is perfect. The more your eyes are open, listen, don't, don't dare, don't dare try to marry anybody who doesn't know who he is. Never use tongue speaking to marry. Never use church to marry. Never use work to marry. Find out what the person knows about him or herself. And as the person try to work on it, do I have a church here? Find out. Find out. We are not doing love clinic so that we have another service. No, there must be there must be solution. Find out who are you? How intelligent are you about you? Many of us know things about others, but we don't even know that we are quick tempered. Most of us don't know that we, we have the issues of anxiety. We don't know. Sometimes the, the most depressed people don't know they are depressed. They don't know. We have issues. And sometimes, eh, crises don't make people. Sometimes when God wants to, you to know who you are, he sends a crisis. And then that crisis comes to reveal and show everybody what you are made of. So crisis will not necessarily make you into anything. It just comes to let us know who you are made of. So you are calm in this church. Everybody says you are calm until a member comes in and starts to frustrate you. The, the member has not turned you into an angry person. No. He is revealing that you have been an angry person all this while. He's revealing. So actually, there are many of us here I think that I think that about half of the population of this world don't really know who they are and the worst of it is a church because we cover it, it up with spirituality we cover a lot of things with spirituality so the fact that I'm this I'm that I'm that I can do this I have this gift I have that this because of that somebody must marry you doesn't work if you have a gift, stay like Apostle Paul. Finish your life and go. Single, go. But if you have to marry, there must be something in you that will support the progress of the marriage. And you have to be conscious of it to look at it. Listen, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of people who think that they must marry by age. No. We have a lot of collapse system going on. People, marriages are collapsing. Because people don't really know the right ingredient. And when you are teaching them, they take it lightly until they go and face the battle. And that is why they realize that, ah, this thing is true. But sometimes it will be too late. You have to know yourself. But there is something that every, everybody has as a problem. Everybody in this world has that issue as a problem. You don't need to assess, it's there. Someone say anger. Anger is in everyone. Your anointing doesn't exempt you. 
old age doesn't exempt you. School doesn't exempt you. Reading doesn't exempt you. Everybody becomes angry. That's why it is, it is the only thing God calls a sin but allows a little. <laughs> Be angry. But don't let the sun go down in your anger. Lest you sin. You see? So it is the only thing God has given us a little chance to do. Because he knows it's in everybody. Because everybody looks like him. Do you know that the Bible, only the Old Testament have over 600 recordings of God's anger. The word anger and wrath. Yeah. And the Bible records more, more of God's wrath and anger than his love. So actually, it is, it is something he knows he gave us. But you see, we have corrupted ours. God's kind of anger is under control. God's kind of anger is expressed to injustice. It's expressed against sin. And every single sin God expressed anger to, he is justified because God does not misinterpret situations. Please get me well. The reason why his anger is in righteousness is because he understands every situation and he does not get angry unfairly. But humanity is not so. We misinterpret circumstances. We lose control of ourselves. We literally don't understand many things. We, don't have, we are not all-knowing. God is all-knowing. So before God gets angry with you, he knows every detail. So he's justified in his anger. But you don't know why I do what I do. So sometimes when you get angry with me, your anger becomes sin. But God's anger can never be a sin. That's it. So God, only God is permitted to be angry. <laughs> but for us, he keeps warning us on wrath. Of ang on anger, on resentment, on bitterness. There are a lot of scriptures in the Bible that warns us not to be angry and not to be full of because prolonged anger leads to hatred, resentment, bitterness, and all that. Some leads to murder. And then God cautioning us, you are not me. You cannot operate in my holiness. You are not me. You don't have all understanding. Because of that, caution yourself when it comes to anger. Please, am I talking to a church at all? I'll, I'll be finishing right now. We'll continue the anger series next week. But you have to understand that it's something that the whole of the church have to pay attention to. You were telling me something about a quote in Ari about Aristotle. And I went to find out and it's interesting. He said, everybody can be angry. Aristotle said, everybody can be angry. But to be angry at the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose, <laughs> are you getting it to be angry at the right person to the right degree at the right time for the right purpose in the right way it is not in the power of everybody 
focus is not easy and that is the way god gets angry god knows how to be angry with the right person at the right time for the right purpose at the right degree this is the most important part to me the right degree the right degree some of you get angry and it becomes stupidity angry over food no i doubt it what is wrong with you Adriana wants it. That's it. <laughs> you see, the right degree is important. The right degree is important. Okay, the, listen, we have to learn to, when we get into some point, we'll be learning how to manage anger. And you understand that anger, it is only God that is anger is constructive. When it comes to humanity, all our anger is distracting. It's distracting. Most of the accident is out of anger. Most of terrorists attack out of anger. In fact, people are angry. People are angry. Seventy <laughs> percent of Americans are angry. <laughs> yeah, people are angry. They are just today. Today, did you see what what happened in um, what, a draw or something? A youth. It didn't start now. They have been angry for a long time start now people are angry it's in degree it's boiling there are people who open up their anger very easily and there are those who hide it there's a young boy i heard who opened fire in um, one of the states in america and every testimony about him is that he's a quiet young man the school said he doesn't talk he has no problem with anybody the home said when he comes home he comes home quietly to come and say fear quiet people <laughs> some people are very angry <laughs> people who hide anger behind smiles and coolness you ask yourself, but this thing that happens, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be there. People are angry. May God deliver us. And this has been the reason why there has been one casualty, violation, abuse after the other. If there is anything we have to assess, we have to start assessing the anger and degree of our anger. Please, please, and please. It is high time the church begins to manage. We take it everywhere. People have lost job because of anger. Hey! And anger, anger just make you lose things. The Bible says without a man without self-control is like a city without walls. You, you end up getting so loose that everything come after you and take anything they want that's what anger does to us i'm not telling you go and stop anger i'm telling you that from today have a therapy to start healing yourself there are many of you you have broken up several relationships because you didn't know how to manage your anger level 
some of the people you drove away didn't deserve driving away you are only having a problem with anger put your hands on your chest say this after me say i won't lose precious people because of anger i won't lose good money because of anger i won't lose opportunities because of anger i won't lose breakthroughs because of anger in the name of jesus amen anger 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 has made most of us here right now right now most of us here the reason why we have not gone far is anger do you know anger is the only problem that stopped moses from entering the canaan anger I beg you i beg you some of you are too angry in life you are too angry one thing about anger is that when anger leaves that is why we realize that there was no reason for the anger this regret listen let me give you one law there we go never be angry at anybody you can help and never be angry at anyone you cannot help if you can help me why are you angry help me am i at fault yes if you can help me help me the reason for your anger why are you angry i'm lazy help me if you can why are you angry at me i'm weak help me if you can and if you have any help for me why do you then get angry and look at me now you are angry at me because i did something can you help me no if you can't help me why are you angry that means you don't even have the capacity to do what you are blaming before so why are you angry so never be angry at the one you can help never be angry at the one you cannot help three years time you understand this is where development and transformation begins when i started thinking about this whole thing about anger also i realized that no no we are making a lot of mistakes we are angry for no reason we are angry for no and one thing is that never be angry if you are not ready to be more and more angry <laughs> if people realize that they can make you angry you are finished that bottom president yeah never be angry if you don't want to be more and more angry as simple as that because any time you get angry you are making an inferior superior why do you burst out i said oh, god the only god started teaching me many things about anger we're like come on we are making mistakes anyone that can make you angry so much is your master tell somebody from today move forward move forward move forward forward anger can destroy you it's like acid <laughs> can, can i show you something anger is like holding a hot red iron targeting somebody to throw so one week you are angry waiting for two weeks you are angry waiting for the person three weeks three weeks they are hungry by the time you throw at the person you already bent 
you are, you are, you are finished with that. And most of us are getting unnecessary diseases because of anger. When you could have simply solved it and moved your way. Ah, may God help his church. Yeah. There is, I'm telling you again, anytime anger leaves, is where you realize that there was no need. There's no need. Sorry. And anger is very infectious. Let me end with this one. Anger is very, very, very infectious. Listen, to some of you who are, you have assessed yourself and you know you have issues of anger. When you meet somebody who does not easily get angry, there is a high probability that you will transfer it to your person. That is why whenever we have an angry husband, there is an angry wife. Listen, under no circumstances can one person be angry. The two are enjoying the anger. The two. Because it is easy to, to infect. It's easy to infect. But actually, some of you right now are losing so much in life because you are too angry. Too angry. You are making the wrong decisions. Whenever there is anger, I can assure you, you will never make the right decision. There is no way an angry heart can give birth to any positive decision. No way. Anyone and anything you are angry at will surely end up in disappointment. I'll plead with you Go back home and ask the Lord to touch your heart and to cleanse your heart. To forgive people you are angry with. Some of you is your ex. They say, well, oh, oh, ex is the brown. And the fact that somebody hurt you doesn't mean when you pray, God will not hear. <laughs> don't know listen that is why jesus that god you are praying to to punish somebody is telling you that you should be ready to forgive 77 times 7 so never think that that god will kill somebody, destroy somebody because the person hurt you. Or see, if the person hurt you 77 times 7 a day, forgive. Stop holding on to grudges. Forgive. 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 For people's heart, will be a fan of drink that that. Okobo bidia kase radi danena kuma abwa danena kuma nebukadnezar turn his heart into an animal. Let him let him become an animal. I know. Obia bidia wafa, but I'm telling you, God no go here. <laughs> what God will hear is forgiveness. What did I say? Forgiveness. Let's go. Many things have been destroyed because of this thing. I'm telling you. 
Most of you are holding on to many things, many things, and it's affecting your next relationship. Forgive, move on, and God will bless you. Somebody said this after me, say, from today, I refuse anger. It's not my portion. I'm free-hearted. Oh, shout it loud and clear. Say, I'm free-hearted. Shout it again. I'm free-hearted. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'm free-hearted. Hallelujah, precious one. God bless you for joining this powerful broadcast. I believe that God has really spoken to you. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8, when Jesus was speaking of the parable of the good seed, he said, no one will light a candle and put it under a vessel or under a bed. He said that he will set it on a candlestick and anyone that enters in might see light. And he said, when the person sees the light, nothing will no more be a secret. And he said, everything will be made manifest. I know that as you heard the word of God, you have seen light and the secret of your life has been revealed. And if you know that something about you has been revealed in the word of God, the light of it has come and you really want to change, you really want to have a transformed life and you want to give your life to Jesus, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Today I believe that your blood was shed for the remission of my sins and I accept this work of salvation. I pray that you will make me your own and from today cleanse me from all unrighteousness and give me your spirit to walk in the newness of life. I thank you for this great sacrifice and I forever will submit to your lordship. Thank you for dying for me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said this powerful prayer with me, I want you to know that from today you are born again. Your sins are forgiven. And if you want to be disciple and to grow in the knowledge of God's word, I will recommend that you join Grace Mountain Ministry. God richly bless you. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Psalm 68 verse 11. Help us publish the word of God on TV and radio. Be a partner today by sending your partnership offerings to mobile number 0552 with account name Grace Mountain Ministry. Or you can use the short code star 800 star 500 hash from all networks or Visa cards, Master cards and other card transfers should use the login aem.mychatpay.com and make payment. Thank you for listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. I believe you were richly blessed. To reach out to us, kindly contact 0548-695731 or 0552-504085 or follow Pastor Ajuman Elvis on both Facebook and YouTube. You can also locate us at Achimota of Angkor 7 Days Junction and gladly join in our three powerful Sunday services starting at 7.30am, 9.30am and 5 o'clock p.m. or join our Miracle Encounter service every Friday starting at exactly 5.30 p.m. God bless you. Oh, 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 oh,